This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to a Testimony Talk. On our Testimony Talks, we get a chance to hear from someone who has taken the steps and applied them to their own life. This gives us the opportunity to see how the program works and to gain hope that we might have similar experiences. everybody, welcome to the Testimony Talk. I'm so excited to have my good friend Linda back on the podcast. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself for us real quick? Hi everybody, I'm a spoiled rotten child of God and I'm walking in victory over a bunch of hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Um, and I still struggle with codependency and people pleasing and my name is Linda. Hey Linda. so awesome to have you back on the podcast and um and i just gotta say uh everybody that i talked to on monday night um who uh, was there to hear your testimony was just absolutely blown away and i that's the same thing that every time you come out anytime i hear anybody share about uh just what you talk about um they're just so astonished by every single aspect of your story but just um the you how you you always bring it back to just uh, your faith you know and i think that that's such a, a great way uh, to share a testimony because that's that's the whole that's the whole point right is just to show um what is possible uh while going through things and, and how to remain faithful uh even in the midst of everything that's going on so thank you again so much and i can't wait to have you back out again hopefully to to share some some other stuff and um but yeah it's just so so for for those of the, uh our listeners here that weren't at our meeting on monday um would you just kind of fill them in what what brought you in to celebrate recovery to begin with so um my ex-husband was an addict and um i had moved clear across the country trying to fix him from that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I would drive by this church, Shiloh Church, and they have this sign outside, you know, Celebrate Recovery Meets Here. And so I thought, wouldn't that be so great for my husband, for him to go to Celebrate Recovery? And so I remember going in and talking to the lady in there, um, Bobby, and I was just telling her how I needed someone to talk to my husband to get him to go to this Celebrate Recovery group, um, that he really needed it. And so... um, she just said, why don't you start coming? Why don't you start coming? And then, um, and then we'll see what God does about your husband. And Mm -hmm. so I did, I started coming and man, God opened my eyes because I had a lot of hurts, habits and hangups that I was in total denial over. Um, and I was the one that needed celebrate recovery. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how that works. You know, it's, and I, I've heard lots of stories like that too. And I'm so happy uh, that that, that lady just had the foresight to just invite you to come in and um, it's, you know, beautiful testimony that comes outside of this. So what was kind of the process then? So you began to kind of realize these things. What was kind of the process for you as you started working through the program? What was that like? Oh, so 
the strangest thing to me was like I would walk into the building and I would start crying before the meeting even started. Um, and you actually had to walk upstairs to get to the meeting. And like for like weeks, I would just be walking up the stairs and I would burst into tears and I would cry through the whole entire meeting. And I, at the time I had no idea what was going on. Um, because I rarely, rarely cried and most especially not in front of people. And so I had no idea what was going on, but it was the Holy Spirit healing me. Yeah. And so um, I'm just so grateful that, um, that, you know, people just patiently, you know, accepted me and my tears and, um, and, and were patient <laughs> with me. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I love, um, you know, the steps say it, uh, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps. And I think that, you know, as we move forward in the program, um, you know, I understand that there's obviously that's the reason why that's at the end of the steps, um, that language, having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps. But um, I, and the reason why I believe it's towards the end is because we can't really fully comprehend what does that mean a spiritual experience um, early on in the program. But I think so oftentimes we look over the fact that they happen just like that, walking into the meeting, crying. Why, why does that happen? You know, how come I get so emotional hearing a testimony or hearing some conversation about something that just affects me so deeply on a human level. And I believe that that's that spiritual experience, those overwhelming just the whole life shift, you know, and it's, uh, it's just, you can't explain what's going on inside of you. Um, other than, you know, once we get towards the end, the end of the steps, we understand, man, that was a spiritual experience as a result of these steps that God began working inside my heart, even before I was, you know, even willing or, or ready to do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's so awesome. So you, uh, started you continue to go back to Shiloh. You're, you're doing Celebrate Recovery there. Did you um, get a sponsor? Did you do a... a, a so, um, so the leader there, um, you know, she, she wanted to get me into a step study. And mm. um, so this was... Um, so I had, I had started actually coming in October of 2009, but I wasn't coming consistently because I would, like I said, I would come and I would be crying. And, and so <laughs> yeah. I, think, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm not going back there. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, I'd find myself going back. Same thing. Um, so it wasn't until the spring of 2010 mm. that I started going consistently. And so Elizabeth encouraged me to get into the ladies step study and mm. by the miracle and grace of God, I got in just as they were on the last lesson of the first book. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Just the week before they were about to cut the group and make it closed. I got in. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah. Shout out Elizabeth. Hopefully uh, yeah. we can have her on the podcast. soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, something that you just said is, is interesting. I think it's worth noting is that it was almost like a, a full year before you really, it kind of took root. Is that what you were saying there? Well, it was um, not a full year, like a half a year. 
So like, like I started going in October, 2009 and yeah. that's actually kind of when my life fell apart. And, mm-hmm. um, my dad passed away, um, that summer and, um, you know, I came back to, to realize that my ex was in full addiction again and all our money was gone. Everything was wiped out. Um, just came back to chaos. Um, and like I was, I, I was just in a really bad place. Um, and so it took me a few months of going like every few weeks um, mm-hmm. before I started feeling like, you know what? I started noticing is, you know what? I feel better when I come here. Yeah. You know, no matter how I feel going here, once I'm here, I feel better being here, you right. know? And, um, and so like the love and presence of God was so evident in that group of people. And so, um, so then I started coming every week. Yeah. And I think that that's such, that's so good to continue to share because I think so often for me, you know, I want to show up, I want God to change everything about me. I want to feel healed and just excited about everything that's going on. And I want it instantly, you know, I want it the first week you know, next Monday, I want to come back completely sold out (laughs) and understanding it all. And that's just not the way that it works, right? You know, for you is six months. Um, Man, I had a long time coming into meetings, going out of meetings over two years um, that before I finally really got into it and understood what it was that was happening. And uh, yeah, I think that's just so important to share because, uh, you know, so oftentimes we see people leave the meeting and they get discouraged um, and upset with themselves, you know, and, and uh, I just want to make sure that they understand, they know that's sometimes part of the process, you know, and mo- most yeah. of the people that I talk to, um, that's what it's like is, is uh, I come my first time and then maybe I'm not exactly ready. So then I got to go back out there and finish getting ready and then come in and and then God begins to to do stuff in my life because of finally I'm willing to let him do something, you know? Yes. 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 And I um you know, once I once I was in, I was all in. And so I was try, I was I started going to pal groups. I started doing um you know, I did um mending the soul. I was doing ever could to, to heal, yeah. um, you know, and consistently celebrate recovery, working the 12 steps. Actually, what I tell people is it actually discipled me because I yeah. had been in the church and serving the Lord for years, but I, I still wasn't walking it out in my life, in my everyday life, you know? And so it, the steps discipled me and taught me how to walk the talk. Right. Yeah. And so, um, it's just, it's just been amazing, life-changing thing for me. And to be part of a ministry where every single week you get to see miracles happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> how can you, how can you not want to be part of that? Right? Absolutely. No, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's uh, addictive in its own kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. Well, and uh, it's interesting because the big book talks about, you know, the 12 steps are, um, basically teaching those of us who are struggling how to do what quote unquote normal people would just instinctively do. 
And I, I've sometimes associated the, the 12 steps, especially when it comes to celebrate recovery in that same way that um, the 12 steps are a simple process for me to learn how and apply the principles of Christ to my life that most Christians, most believers instinctively do as they turn over their life. But because I'm a little bit more stubborn, I need a step-by-step process, you know, and, yeah. you know, maybe that's not a hundred percent true because I think that we all struggle with kind of that, like you said, discipleship process of learning to, to surrender completely to Christ, um, no matter how you know strong we are in our faith, but celebrate recovery just lays it out for us. And right. the thing and that I, I, I don't, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily it's that we're more stubborn, even though we do tend to be. I, but I, think, I think that it's more about, you know, having experienced, you know, trauma and deep hurts mm. in our lives. We build up these walls and these protection mechanisms, right? Yep. We learn not to trust. And, and that, that even extends to God. And so we have a harder time trusting God and trusting his process, you know? And so, um, yeah, so the steps make it easier. It's like, cause you only have to just do this next step. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I even Elizabeth used to say, you know, if this is your first time here, like just, just give it six weeks, just, mm-hmm. just give it six weeks. You know, it's not a lifetime commitment. Just give it six weeks. And, um, and then, you know, once you're there for six weeks, you're, you're not leaving. So yeah, you just, exactly. Yeah. You just know that, oh my gosh, this is where my healing lies. Yeah. So. We, uh, so I, in a meeting that I used to go to, they would say in the beginning, uh, they would say, Hey, try it out for six months. And if you don't love it, we'll gladly refund you your misery. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, it is, it's like, what do you have to lose? But I love what you said though, is like, it's understanding that disciple, the discipleship process and learning to surrender fully to, to Christ is, and does require me to actually heal from those hurts and those, uh, those past traumas. And, uh, yeah, I definitely think that that's a, a valid point because it's very difficult to, to build a healthy relationship if I've got so much baggage from every other relationship, you know, it's it, it, a relationship with Christ definitely is much different than any other human relationship we can, we can have, but it is also similar in the sense that, you know, it's still, it still has a, we, we're still a part of that relationship, you know, no yeah, matter what relationship we're in, we're, we're a, a factor in that. And yes. when it comes to a relationship with Christ, I need to know how to have a healthy relationship, just period in general. And yes. if I have any past traumas or anything, or like you said, coping mechanisms, those are going to come into play with my relationship with Christ as well. And so yeah, I, I think that's great. That's a, Great piece of knowledge. You know, um, last night at um, our, our Celebrate Recovery at North Phoenix, we, we had a testimony from Dave, who's the leader of the Celebrate Recovery at Cross Church. And so one of the things he said that I so resonated with was, um, like all along, he kept thinking, I just have to love God more. Mm. And he came to the reality of, 
it's not that I need to love God more. It's that I need to know his love for me. Mm. And that's exactly what happened to me in Celebrate Recovery. Like I knew the Lord. I knew lots of his word. I knew um, it was all head knowledge, right? right? But when I got, when I truly got that Christ went to the cross for me, and that my sins put him there and that he willingly went there for me. It, and the depth of that love, the depth mm. of that love, you can't fathom it. Right. And, and now, you know, now that I've lost my son and I know what it is to sacrifice, like the, that sacrifice, what that sacrifice meant to willingly yeah. give up your son. Mm. Like that kind of love it just blows my mind. I can't even fathom it. I can't even wrap my mind around it, but I know it now. And it is such a part of me that it has changed my entire perspective in life. Mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, and also, you know, in that what scripture talks about while we were still sinners, you know, like that's, that's the, that's the caveat, right. Is, is, you know, that nobody really truly knows the depths of my sins except for the one who gladly laid down his life for them. And that is bizarre. That's, that's wild. And yeah, I think, you know, like you said, there's, we experience these personal things too, that allow us to see things in a different light. And it's so difficult to sometimes experience those things. Uh, but Levi Lesko, um, he, to quote him, real quick he said god doesn't stress us with struggles but he entrusts us with burdens you know and there's this idea that although there's these diff- difficult things that we're going to have to go through um we're going to see that god's going to work through them in ways and use us in ways that you know wouldn't be uh op- they wouldn't be available if if we hadn't and uh, it helps us grow our faith and you know that uh, i don't believe that god just you know is wanting all these bad things to happen to us, you know, it's a part of the fallen world. And just because these things happen, you know, God steps in and allows us to have those, ex- those experiences to happen in order for us to have a deeper faith, you know? And, and I think that that's a, a beautiful uh, um, example here that, that you're sharing that, that is just so difficult. And, um, you know, it's hard for me to even fathom, like, you know, my, uh, God's love for me and that he would do that. It's, it's almost the same for you. Like, I don't, I can't even fully comprehend or understand what that's like for you, you know, but I can see that love in you. And that's, that's a a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and, you know, (laughs) there's a song out now that it's like, you know, we just got to keep it simple, love God and love people. Right. (laughs) You know, it's, it's not like he has this, this like long, long list of requirements and hoops we have to jump through. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Love God and love people. And, um, you know, I just, I just am so grateful that despite the trauma of my childhood and despite the, and my adulthood and my choices, yeah. um, that, you know, I still, I can still genuinely love people. And mm. that has to be from Christ because in my humanity, it's impossible, yeah. you know, and you know, it's just, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that, that, um, like I can meet people and genuinely love them. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so true. Yeah. It's like kind of one of those things that gets taken for granted. It's like, how on earth could I ever genuinely love another person after all of the things that I've been through? That's yeah. Nothing short of miraculous. Yes. Well, Hey, so uh, right now in our celebrate recovery, we've been talking about step four, which is uh, of course we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. I was just wondering um, how has this step uh, specifically affected you? So when, like I said, when I got into um, the group for the step study, we were literally on the last lesson of the first book. And so then, you know, step four starts Mm -hmm. in the second book, right? And so when it was time to do inventory, I wasn't ready yet. I Mm -hmm. hadn't been in the group long enough to form a trust with that. Um, you know, and I wasn't ready yet. And the leader of our step study, who, who also became my sponsor at that time, um, she was so gracious. She was so gracious. And, and so, like, I show up every week. I answered all my questions in the book, but I wasn't really working on my inventory. Mm-hmm. Part, of, part of what was making me so stuck was I was 45 years old at that time. And I, I thought I had to put 45 years worth of stuff down on this paper and it had me frozen because I was like, how, how on earth, how on earth am I going to put 45 years down of hurts, habits and hangups? Right. And so it it just had me frozen. Um, And so then um, Elizabeth and and Tom, this is, this is what they started saying in group that, or they were probably saying it the whole time, but I wasn't hearing it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. (laughs) They were like, Hey, even if you just work on one thing, Mm-hmm. Even if you just work on one person that, and, and you just do your inventory on one person or one thing. And so I was like, okay, so of course, like everybody um, was advising me to start with my husband because that's the relationship that was a mess. Right. Sure. Yeah. So um, I started praying and I was like, you know, Lord, honestly, I don't, I don't know how to start this thing. I don't know where to begin. And he told me I needed to start with my mother. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, because I think instinctively I knew that most of my relationship issues stemmed from my relationship with my mother. Sure. You know, and so there was that piece in it. The other piece is back to that stubborn child again. Like I would, (laughs) when I first started writing my inventory, so I would go, I would pray, I would go up on the mountain, I'd have people praying for me. And I was such a brat. I'd start writing, okay, here I am. I'm writing in this book. (laughs) I don't know what I'm supposed to be writing, but I'm doing it. I'm being obedient, right? (laughs) And you know, the the crazy thing was, you know, within a few minutes, the words started coming mm-hmm. and I started being able to pour my heart out onto this paper and mm-hmm. in these journals. And um, God is so faithful and so amazing. You know, the, the healing as I poured those words out on paper, the healing was already happening even before I shared it with my sponsor. Mm-hmm. Just, it was just an amazing thing. And, um, you know, and, and then sharing it with my sponsor, there were some things in there that people did not, not one person on this earth, not even my best friend knew about me. Mm-hmm. And I was so afraid. <laughs> right. I was 
so afraid to share with my sponsor. I think that they were already on step nine by the time I was ready to share my inventory. Oh, wow. <laughs> my sponsor. Nice. Um, yeah. And so, um, but when I did, and she just kept looking at me with no judgment, with mm. complete love, with complete compassion, with complete understanding. I can't even tell you, I can't even tell you how that is such a tangible expression of God's love. Mm. I felt so loved by God in that moment of sharing that really deep, dark, dirty junk, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, I just, all I could feel was loved. It's just an amazing process. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's like, you know, such a common thing. And, and it was for me too. Where I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't share anything with anybody because, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, and, and uh, time and time again, it's, you know, each time I, I'm willing to be vulnerable and honest and open up, it's just, I'm met with a new experience of forgiveness, you know, and I just like no other way that I can ever really fully um, move forward past the the traumas and experiences of my past until I share it and it and it's met with this like you said understanding and compassion and it's like oh my gosh no longer do I have to hold on to these things to you know beat myself up with them whenever I get down on myself and you know then ha not having those things in my arsenal of uh, self-hate then now all of a sudden, whenever things come up, because you know how things still continue to come up, even when I'm in recovery, all, you know, now I can actually handle those things with a, a respectful mind to, towards myself and with a responsibility, with the knowledge of the program and actually, you know, work through things as they come to me instead of, you know, packing them away and holding on to them for a couple of years and then, you know, making my, my uh, sponsor beat them out of me. You know what I mean? I can yeah. actually deal with stuff as it comes up. And I think that that's one of the, uh, my favorite parts of step four, you know, that, that I, I, I love so much is yeah, that ability to be able to, to work through situations as they come. You know, I, when I got into the program, I had all of this like backlog <laughs> of just crap that had been built up over a lifetime and each new, you know, situation that presented itself that was difficult to deal with, I couldn't do it. You know, it, it got pushed to the back of the line because I had all this other stuff I hadn't dealt with. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, today it's not like that, you know, I can, uh, make amends immediately, you know, I can uh, change direction, you know, when I'm, I'm making a fool of myself, I can actually stop and change the course of the a situation. And, and that's, it's just a really beautiful thing. So, yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing on, on step four. And I know that's just going to be uh, super beneficial for uh, those of uh, us listening out here. Um, just one last thing before we go. Um, I would just love to hear what you might share uh, with a newcomer, maybe somebody who is new in the program, they're just getting started. Um, and then I would love to, if you just had a piece of advice for somebody um, like you coming in, I'm not sure if this is for me or not, you know, what, what would you say to those folks? Um, well, I would say the same thing that was said to me, you know, um, 
keep coming back and don't don't give up until your miracle happens. Last night I did CR 101 actually and there's a, a it was that exact situation someone who felt like they weren't sure that this is what they needed and so um you know when i when i shared to them that um you know so the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and inspecting different results so it's mm. time to try something new yeah right it's try, time to try something new what, what do you have to lose except, like you said earlier, your misery? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> your self-loathing, your, you know, your chaos in your life. I mean, peace, the peace that you get when you're walking with Jesus is, mm. is, worth, it, is worth it. Yeah, that's so it's true. Worth all of it. I'll, I'll ask you this too, because this just popped into my mind while you were talking is um, I'm sure you've had people say this uh, and I would just love to hear your response. Um, what about those who say I've tried it before I've done it. It didn't work for me, you know? Um, but you know, what, what would you say to those folks? So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to think of polite words? <laughs> Yeah, like, so, okay, so, like, one of the things God taught me is to examine my heart and my motives, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, there, there is a step that we have to do. I mean, all we have to do is this one step, and then, mm -hmm. and then Christ takes it from there. Yeah. And that is to surrender. You know, that is to say, you know what, I've tried this on my own a thousand times, I can't do this without you. Yeah. And, um, and so I would, I would strongly suggest that if, if you tried working the steps and it didn't work, that you were trying to work the steps on your own and without God, um, walking with you and empowering you to do it. Yeah, I would, I would agree a hundred percent. I would even be as bold to say, that if you tried the steps before and it didn't work, uh, then you did them wrong. <laughs> you know, like I just, <laughs> I know without a shadow of a doubt um, that when the steps are worked uh, with vigorous honesty, they work, you know, and, and uh, I've, I've got to be willing to look at myself if for some reason it's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and it's, you know, it's doing, it's surrendering and doing that heart check, you know? Yeah which is needs, I need that constantly. I got to do it all the time. Yeah. So, well, Hey, thank you so much. I'm excited for you to go, uh, going heading out on a retreat. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm excited. Anything else that you would like to share with our listeners before we go, you want to plug your CR over there or anything? <laughs> yeah. So we're meeting, we're meeting live now at North Phoenix. It's Thursday nights at six 30, um, in central and Bethany home. And we're in a building room two Oh five. But, um, if you want a Tuesday night meeting, um, one of the best places I know of is Shiloh community church at 30 North of 32nd street on union Hills. And they meet at six 45 and that's a great, great group of people over there. Um, and if none of those days work for you, look on the website <laughs> because we have, we have meetings every single night of the week and um, you're bound to find one that can work for you. <laughs> there you go. So. so last words of encouragement, get to a meeting. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast again. Um, I'm excited to have you back out at RCR and uh, I'm sure on the podcast as, as soon as uh, you're willing to get back on here. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, John. I appreciate you, brother. And God bless you and your ministry and all those who come. Thank you. You as well. All right. Thank you for listening to A Testimony Talk. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.